Joe Benito and Evan Roberts on the fan. Joe and Evan, Evan and Joe, on WFAN Sports Radio. If you want to be in the New York, no, got to go to Joe and Evan, Evan and Joe. 66 on your AM dial, 101.9 FM, Joe and All right, 204 on the fan in a very good Tuesday afternoon to you. Beningo Robertson, the afternoon, 877-337-6666 is the phone number. Here to 6 o'clock, and we got a new show coming your way. John Jastrzemski, JJ, with a uh, new show, which uh, is sponsored by DraftKings. And always going to have Russ, uh, Russ Tucker on tonight doing a little football. So that'll be on, and then uh, he'll go right from there to the uh, Yankee pregame show as the Yankees uh, step up the competition tonight. And open up a series with the Tampa Bay Rays. Ernie Acosta, I believe, is on the other side of the glass in Manhattan. We're live from the Town Fair Tire studio where nobody, 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 and nobody on top of that beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. So it was another good night for even the Yankees always have good nights. Very rare the Yankees do not have one, especially when they play the Red Sox, who they've now beaten 10 straight times. So it was a good, good night for the Yankees. It was a good night for the Mets, stunningly. As Robbie Cano and Peter Alonzo had very, very good nights. So did Chase and Shreve. How about that? But it was not a good afternoon for the Brooklyn Nets. And I'm sure my partner, when they were down 33, hung in there, said, <laughs> I have no, I'm confident. I'm confident. And they did make a run. They got it down to nine. It was a, little, it was a tease. They got it to eight, Joe. Oh, hey, I'm sorry. That's right. Eight. Uh, uh, silly me. <laughs> And, of course, when you, as Bill Russell always would say back in the old days, when you expend that kind of energy oh, to no make shot. that kind of run, no shot. you know, it's very difficult to get over the hump. And eventually, uh, Toronto pulled away, and, and the Nets are down one game tonight. Are you okay after this game yesterday? I mean, listen, man, I mean, you go into a series like this expecting the worst because you're facing a team that's better than you. I mean, that's just the reality of it. The Raptors are a better team. I thought the first 10 minutes of the game – was like everything that I feared this matchup right, would right. pose for them. Right. They right, got right. no open looks. The Toronto Raptors are so long. They defend the three as well as anybody. You know, Fred Van Vliet's hitting threes from Niagara Falls. Yeah, right. And they put themselves in this gigantic hole. I'm not a big moral victory guy, but I do like the fact that they were able to push through, make it mm -hmm. somewhat interesting, because right. they cut it to they eight. They hung in there. They, you know, they fought back. I mean, you know, that's a, a long way back. You're right. It, they cut it to eight. I mean, that shows you something. They could have just folded something. over in this game. It showed you something. Right. I thought Karis LeVert, despite not having one of his great offensive burst shooting performance, mm -hmm. was a great distributor. 15 I, assists. Yeah, I thought Garrett Temple, if he could make a couple of open corner threes, because he had a lot of good looks in this game, and he missed basically all of them, that this game could have been closer. Rodion's Karuts getting into foul trouble was a big problem. And I say this with a lot of respect when I say this. Kyle Lowry is a pain in the ass. Yeah. Oh, my God. No, he's this a good guy, player, he's, a, he's a winning player, Kyle Lowry. He's a winning player. He, he takes charges as well as anybody. Yep. And I yep. Eagle said something yesterday, and it's probably true. When you have a reputation for being as good as he is at taking charges, sometimes you're going to get the benefit of the whistle. Sometimes sure. it's sure. like Wade Boggs getting that close strike call, but it's Tom called Glavin. the ball. Tom Glavin as a brave. Not as right. A brave. Or, yeah, you go that way too. <laughs> Tommy Glavin is a But you know what's fat? I'm going right. to throw something right. at you. 
that I think you'll find fascinating. I think you'll find it fascinating. The Brooklyn Nets were the only basketball team left in the NBA until yesterday that had not had a wire-to-wire loss. Is that true? Yeah. All year. All year. Every other so team had, had a wire-to-wire loss. at some point in every game Every game. yesterday. Yeah. It, when you think about that, and you think of all the really good teams in this league, I'm watching the Bucks and the Magic right, right. now. They're down five. Nothing to worry about. Bucks right. will be fine. You never know. But ev- you never know. Every team in the NBA had had a wire-to-wire loss until yesterday. And look, the key is, can they bounce back and steal game right. two? Can they come back and right. have a, right. a hot shooting day from three? Because that's what they're going to need. They didn't have it yesterday. Can they defend a little bit better, the three? Because again, Fred Van Fleet was the guy that killed him. And we'll see if they can bounce back. But look, they're facing a team that's far superior. So it's it's disappointing. I was explaining this to my wife. She's like, are you okay? I said, I'm all right. I mean, I'm... Sounds like know. my wife. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've heard that a few times. Mostly with the Jets over the years. Yes. Mostly. And the, wor- the worst thing was, I feel bad saying this, but Jet, my kid kind of annoyed me a little bit because he says, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch the game with you. I said, okay, great. Five times in a row, he asked the same question. You know what that question was? What's that? Where's Kevin Durant? No, come on. <laughs> yes. He didn't ask that question. Because I would. Did I Kevin Durant him- watch the game? Like, like the, the, now you're all over Twitter. Was Kevin Durant like actually watching this game yesterday? I, you know what? I didn't check his Twitter account, okay. so I really have no idea. All right. I have no idea. By the way, the Magic are up ten after one against and the Bucks. Look, I, How about I, that? I, I don't like what I saw from the Bucks in this uh, in the uh, regular season portion of the bubble. No, I, I tell don't. You, I, look, I don't. I'm not saying they're going to lose to the Magic, even if somehow they lost this game today. I'm not saying they're going to lose. But you can't love what you saw from them, bro. I don't love it at all. What I was thinking, and I still think this is going to be the case despite a bad start, is that this first round against the banged-up Orlando team, Aaron Gordon's not playing. They're not a very good team, and they're not healthy. That this will be the series that kind of gets them right. right. But we're learning. Everything about this bubble, we're learning. And one of the things we're about to learn from the Milwaukee Bucks, we're going to learn it from the Lakers too tonight when they take on the Trailblazers, is should we read anything to not being overly impressive during the seeding games? Mm-hmm. And, and maybe the answer is no, but maybe the answer is yes because you're trying to turn the switch on of something well, that's been off for five months. Well, that's it. I mean, you know, these these guys are playing now, and and don't I would put no stock. And I understand the you know the the top teams in the league. I get that. But I mean, I put very little stock in what happened prior to March twelfth. You know, You're I, I got it. You know, right. I mean, this is. I mean, they've had basically more than a regular off season now to, to play these games. So yeah. it's it's a different deal, and, well, and especially you know in the atmosphere that it is. You know that everybody's in. You know, there's no. We've been through it. That there's no home court and that whole deal. You know, well, you know, it, it maybe maybe I'm spending too many uh, mental cells thinking about this, but me and Mike Biseglia, who produces Zach Elb on the right. network, he's a big Nets fan, and this isn't really net related. Great, it's Mike, NBA great related. Mike Biseglia, great, great Mike Biseglia is becoming Biseglia. a podcast superstar, big cat, big cat man too, as I know, very big cat guy. Right. We were talking about this in regards to the Dallas Clipper game last night, and you could use it for the net game too. And that's if this was in a home arena and the Nets are down by thirty three. Is there any chance they right. actually caught it to eight? That if, is an interesting point. That's it's a, a great know, point. You wonder, you wonder about that. Uh, yeah, the That's Mavericks. A fair, fair thing to say. Last night, Dallas came out, and they were down very early. By the way, where is very... this magic game? It's not an NBA TV. Where is it on the uh, – TNT. TNT. Today is a TNT day. Today, yesterday, was an ESPN day. Today is a TNT day. The Mavericks were down big early, and they stormed back immediately. And if that game's at Staples Center with those raucous Clipper fans – right. Does that happen? And I don't, I mean, truthfully, we don't know, but it's one of the things about the neutral court 
that's tough to figure out how it's impacting things. But it's it's what I find really entertaining, and I found it yesterday, and I was able to watch the last ten minutes of the Denver Nugget Utah Jazz game. Mm-hmm. And we've seen this with the NHL is we got playoff games going on in the middle of the day. It's, it's it is ridiculous, which is insanity. It, it's beyond insanity. Besides I mean, the, the fact play, that it's all basically played the rest of the every day's you know. I yes. mean, look at us. I mean, we're, we're you know the next uh, well, really the next three. I think is the only show we do all week. That's a regular show. Yeah, it's it it our one normal show because the this Yankees have a day game, the Nets right. have a bunch of day games. Right, 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 right. Yeah, and I, I much rather watch a team that's not my team while we're doing a show. It's oh, not yeah. as enjoyable. No, 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 no yeah. I, I, the, the Mets aren't watching a Met game is not bad during the show. I can do that. Baseball is a little different. But I would agree. Uh, you know, football for sure I couldn't do. Oh, no. And and it is difficult doing basketball when it's your team. Or even yeah. hockey, really. Yeah, very, very, Baseball's very Baseball is the easiest one, I find. Oh, really. No doubt about it. That's why I'm so pumped up that the Islanders played 8 o'clock tonight. Right. It's perfect. Yeah, that's good. It's As in the mix. Sweep tonight. Do, you have the, do you have the broom out? Is the broom out? I don't want to take the broom out because the last time I took the broom out, they didn't right. get to use the broom. So I kind of have to take things one game at a time. But I'm hoping that they learn from last year in that series against the Penguins because I think this series is kind of – it feels similar in a way. It does. There's been some similarities to what they did last year against Pittsburgh. And I know it's only happened four times in the history of the NHL, but certainly four times is more common right. than we've seen in baseball and basketball. Right. It's never happened in the one. NBA. It's happened once in baseball. Right. Right. But you never, especially in an environment like this, you don't want to give a team any hope. And that's why when you're up 3-0, I never want to get cocky. Right. Because you right. lose tonight to this a very dangerous Washington team, a team that has championship experience, a team that has an all-time great player in Alexander Ovechkin, a team that's going to get Nicholas Backstrom back, a, guy, a team that has a goaltender that's won before. You don't want to let him off the mat. You know what I mean? So it's dangerous to take your eye off the puck or ball, as you'd say, when you're up 3-0. So, you know, take care of business tonight. Don't mess around. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I, if I and, and look, I, I think another thing, too, you, when you're making a run for the Stanley Cup or, you know, the NBA playoffs, whatever it is, you want to play at least the amount of games you have to play. No doubt about it. I mean, it. I think that's a big part of it, too. You know, you, yeah. you don't want to play, uh, you know, seven-game series across the board, that type of thing. You know hundred I mean? percent. I don't buy this idea, and I know that the Islanders last year had some downtime because they swept the Pittsburgh right, Penguins right. before they played Carolina. Right. But I'd ra- in this sport especially, I'd rather have the downtime than, like you said, having to play seven-game series. I think that's the thing that ultimately is one of the main reasons why the Rangers didn't win enough during the Henrik Lundqvist. I, I agree with you. Too I many agree. game sevens. Too many of those kind of games. Yeah, too many series that just, you know, were blood and guts right down to the wire. I, I agree. That takes something out of you after, after a while. There's only so many of those you can do before mentally it gets to you. you know? Absolutely. As far as the baseball was last night, it was a very, very long night. Um, oh my God, the Met game was eternal last. Night. Well, the, the Met I game. Mean, God, the Mets. Let, let me just tell me if I'm right. I think they had 14 hits, and, and they still left armies on base. I mean, they could have had 25 base, runs yes. in this game. I mean, they yes. scored 11. They could have scored 20. Yes. Let's be real. 14 hits. I think 11 walks, and like they got hit by the bats, hit, hit batsmen three or four times. They had guys on all night long. The Mets. Yeah, they had. They drew eight walks. Eight. They walks. had. Three guys hit by a pitch. Right, right. The right. Met pitching issued seven walks. Right, right, They gave up 11 hits. The Mets left 12 guys on. The Marlins left 15 guys Was it that on. many? Yes. I mean, it was yes. an eternal baseball game. Well, the, I mean, it, I, I, it just never – in fact, I, you know what I did last night? What would you do? 
after they took the, I, I watched, I basically watched the whole game. I, you know, I was going in and out. I was watching the Yankees a little bit. I was watching the, uh, dare I say, the convention uh, a little bit. You know, if you want to call what they're doing right Showing now, the versatility. Oh, just so versatile, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not quite the same when it's not in one big arena with all. No, that. no, it's listen. You know, as, it's, you know, it's I got to tell you, Joe, as a geek for conventions, no, to the I know, point where I was watching. I you know what I watched the more. other night? Reagan seventies, Reagan seventy six, and obviously he didn't get the nomination right. in seventy six. He lost to Gerald Ford. Right. Ronald Reagan's seven minute convention speech off the cuff in nineteen seventy six. Different thing. For my money, greatest you convention like speech of all time. But. Yeah. yeah, it's just, it's losing. And look, it's not the Democrats or the Republicans' fault, obviously. No, 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 no. It's no, the nature no. of what we're looking yeah. at, but it's not a convention. It's no. something different. No, it's totally, it's not, not nothing like that whatsoever. But I did, you know, I was going a little bit in and out of that. Right. But I mean, so after they take, I, I watched most of the game, top of the ninth inning, I hung in there, they got another run, they got the bases loaded, Billy Hamilton with the sack fly. It's 11-2, I said, you know what? I am not watching the ninth inning, <laughs> bottom of the ninth inning, because I know what's going to happen. They're going to score. It's going to be forever. It's going to be another 40 minutes of the ninth. They'll win. The Mets are going to win this game. But I guarantee that Colome puts guys on base, and they probably score a couple runs, and I'm done watching this game. So I, I, I did the right thing. I mean, how intelligent was that? Because well, how much it. longer did that game go? They scored two more runs. They had the bases loaded. You know, well, who needs that nonsense? You know. Yeah, I think the reason why, to me, last night it wasn't that horrible to deal with is because I had an NBA game going. I right. too watched we a little bit that. of the convention. Right. The Yankee right. game had the hour thirty minute rain delay, so everything right. got have, pushed back in the that. Yankee. Yeah, you game. did have the Yankee game still going. That's true. So there was just so much going on last yep. night. Yep. I mean, there's just there was ways to distract yourself because the Met yep. game was endless. And a part of it were reviews. There were three instant oh. replay reviews, including the first batter of the game right. with the Brandon right. Nimmo right. foul ball. Right. right, right, right. Which they looked at for about an hour and a half. And then two more plays that they looked at where the umpires messed up, so they overturned it. So the And the base runners. I mean, it was just a million base runners. Yeah. And it was a things. bad base running. You know, Peter Alonso had a big game last night. He had two home runs, and maybe he's finally out of it. You know, he had two two base running blunders in this game. You know, you got to be a little smarter running the bases. You know, he got away with it last night. But that, I have to say, that did bother me a little bit. Yeah, he had one in the second inning where he got thrown out. At third base. That, That's, uh, right. He moved no, on contact. Home. No, he was right. coming home. Second and third, no out. He's coming home. What are you doing? Yeah, you know? Ramos hit the ground ball to right. third. He was on contact. Right. The other one is when he ran into the second baseman, right. Eddie Alvarez, and right. was called for interference. Correct. What they did last night is they took advantage of facing a team that I don't care what their record says, they're not any good. No. I mean, no. all you've got to no. do is no. look at the arms in the Marlin bullpen. Look at these guys that you're facing. You got to beat up on guys like this. It's what the Yankees were successfully able to do against the Boston Red Sox. A lot of these guys are not major league pitchers. I mean, Sterling Sharp's got an awesome name because he has the same name as yeah. an NFL. I think he great. spells it differently. I think, I think Gary no pointed e. out is there's no E at the end of the great, you know, right. former great receiver for the Packers who would be in the Hall of Fame if not for injuries. You're right. But Sterling Sharp and two right. different Josh Smiths. Right. Right. Eventually, Logan, Logan Forsyth is even pitching. Right. This is what you got to do when you face subpar pitching. And that's why I think the reality is going to hit the Marlins now. Hopefully, the reality is starting to hit right now because the Mets have three more games against them. Yep. So, yep. if they, they need can to take sweep it. the Marlins. I mean, I got to tell you, man, three, even three out of four, I think they need to sweep this series. I mean, they need to get themselves right when they go play the Yankees this weekend. Oh, absolutely. So at they don't minimum, just get hammered by the Yankees. I mean, yeah, at you know. minimum, you right. got to win three out of four against a team like Minimum three this. out of four, a sweep would be better. 
You and, know? and look, there, there's a lot of encouraging things. First of all, you mentioned Pete Alonso, despite the yep. two base running yep. mistakes. Yep. He does hit two home runs in this game, yep. which is nice to see. He's Robbie got five Cano. for the how, year. how hot is Robbie Cano right now? Well, we have finally oh seen He looks like the, Yankee Robbie Cano. Yeah, Yankee Cano. Absolutely. That's what he looks like. Yeah. Last year at times, he looked like he was done. He looked like Carlos Baerga. He looked like Roberto Alomar, every other second baseman that the Mets collected after their prime. The one part of the year where Robbie was hot was right before he suffered that hamstring injury. He had like a three-week span. Maybe it was a two-week span. I forget exactly, Joe, but he got very hot. And then he got hurt, and that was it. This year... When Robinson Cano's been on the field, and he has been except for that one stint on the injured list, right. which only was 10 days. Like, it never right. extended past it. And he said that, too. He said he'd be back right, right when he – and he came back exactly when he said he would. And he is destroying the oh. baseball right oh, now. Oh, my God. Three more hits last night. Hit two bomb home runs. One just a bullet line drive with the fences moved in. And then he just crushed one into, like, the second deck in right center field. I mean, oh, yeah, bomb. It. Absolute bomb. So that's very encouraging. That's a very encouraging thing yes. to see Robinson Cano hitting that way, to see Pete Alonso starting to wake up. Alonso's right. dropped to six in the order. How about Jason Shreve? Let me give a little credit to him because he was tremendous last night. He came in and really stabilized the game. Seven up, seven well, down. I got to admit, Joe. I got to admit. He's been uh, good. He's been when good. The, when the Mets brought in Jason Shreve a long time ago, because I remember seeing him back in February at spring training, this was a guy I did not want to see on the major league roster because I've seen Chase and Shreve pitch in the major leagues. He's not very good. Right. He has been a different pitcher in the short time he's been with the New York Mets. So I give him a lot of credit. I mean, he's getting a ton of swing and misses. I think he's got more swing and misses this year yeah. than he's ever had in his entire career. And when you're going to start a quote-unquote opener, and I don't even know if Robert Gazelman's oh, an he's opener. He's terrible. Robert Gazelman is just. I mean, how many pitches did he throw in an inning in two-thirds? I couldn't. It was amazing he got five guys out. No, I know. I know. Well, they just don't have a lot of options. No, they don't. I know. That's why they need David Peterson to be healthy. They need Jacob DeGrom to be healthy. And that's why, despite the fact that Luis Rojas is sitting on the fence about Stephen Matz, you you got to pitch him. Who else are you going to pitch? Who else do you have? No, you're right. You got nobody else. I mean, there just aren't a lot of great options. Nope. Nope. You know, Robert Gazelman's working up his pitch count. He threw 47 pitches, like you said, to get five outs. Oh, my God. But their bullpen, even though the numbers may not jump out of you because Killamay ended up walking the five guys, giving up two runs, but think about it. They go to their bullpen in the second inning, and Chase and Shreve got yeah. seven outs, did a great job. By the way, good job by Rojas, keeping him in for the extra inning. I was very surprised. I thought after the four outs, he, was, he wasn't coming back. So I give him credit for that. Who are you talking about, Killamay? Oh, Shreve. No, Shreve. Yeah. Oh, oh keeping him in for the, in the fourth. fourth inning. I was surprised by that. Well, I, I think he realizes he's got to steal as many outs as he can. Well, he did you the right get thing. his. This is a different world now. you got to get as many outs as you can, especially when a guy comes in and pitches well. I mean, he came yeah, in, he got right. Matt Joyce to strike out with guys on base, which was, yeah, a, was a big out early in the game. Yep. And then he just tried to ride him to get a few more outs out of him. So the bullpen overall has been good. But like we talked about yesterday, they need to hit in the clutch. And yesterday they were able to do it, led by the fact they had four yeah. home runs, two apiece from Robbie Cano and Pete Alonso, and now they just got to build on it and keep winning because it's not going to take that much to make the playoffs. It doesn't. It's not going to take that much. No, no, it's true. You don't have no, to be a right. great team right. to make the playoffs this you're year. Right. But the key is going to be the health now of David Peterson. Hopefully, he's okay. Jacob Degrom is still scheduled to make that start yeah, on Wednesday. Yeah, and you may as well start Steve Matz, Stephen Matz. Yeah, well, they, like you said, bro. What's the choice? I mean, you know, who's pitching? Well, there's who's one other start? option. Who's starting? I'll give you one other option. What, Lugo and, out of the pen again? No, Lugo out of the pen. I, don't, I mean, you know, Lugo coming out of the pen to be a starter. That's what I mean. No, what, what I would want to, if you want to try this, I'm not sure it's going to make yeah. any difference. Columbia, Columbia? 
No, well, he would be next up, but I'm not even talking about that. If you want to try a guy to just pitch the first inning, a Brad Brock, an Edwin Diaz, or whomever, and then give Steven Matz the baseball in the second or third inning, thinking that's going to just ch- like his you mental approach gonna is going to change. So what does that I don't mean? Know, he won't, he won't, well, at least he won't give up a home run in the first inning. <laughs> Look, I don't know, Joe, what that does to a pitcher. I'm not sure it benefits him in any way. But if you want to try something like that, fine. You can try yeah. whatever you want. Yeah, I see if, what you mean. Just to maybe take no, the pressure off. Yeah, I understand. I, look, I don't know if it makes any difference. We've seen a lot of teams do it. The Tampa Bay Rays do it all the time. The opener, as they call yeah. it. I could Followed up by a guy that you're hoping right. to get six innings out of. And yeah. you still allow that possibility from Steven Matt. So if you want to try something like that on Thursday, then fine, try it. I mean, try whatever you want, but... It's not as it. What are you gonna do? You're just gonna move him to the bullpen. He's gonna be like a lefty reliever. Well, that to me team, is not moving him to the bullpen. This team is just you know they, they gotta they gotta hit list you know start hitting consistently and driving in runs. I mean they got plenty of firepower on this team. Let's be real, they got a lot of firepower. They got a lot of offensive firepower on this team. These guys just need to all get it going, especially when you got Cano hitting right now. Dom Smith has been tremendous. Got another double last night. Uh, he's been really good. Uh, you know, we go right on down the line. I mean, with guys, you know, hopefully Pete's starting to hit now. Nimmo's been on base all the time. You know, this team should be scoring a lot more runs. I mean, there's no doubt about it. And hopefully last night is the beginning of them starting to do that, you know?